0: Excellent. This is our Thursday ProbateWeekly.com program. We get together every week. We get investors who are new, experienced investors, but also real estate agents and people who are looking at wholesale flip properties who want to learn about wholesale, who want to learn about probate business. Uh, my specialty. I've been in real estate uh, for uh, three, six years, but I focus one hundred percent on probate for lead generation. I'm not selling coaching. I don't sell any product other than sell the American Dream. If you work hard and if you focus on probate you can make a lot of money. If you work in real estate today, you can also build income and build wealth. So I'm really excited to have you guys here. Before I introduce our guests, I just make a quick pitch to everybody on the call. If you're in the Southern California area, fantastic event this Sunday, the LA Grand Expo. It's free, parking's free. It's a great venue at the Screwball Museum, right at the 405 freeway. Now, bad news is it's Sunday, bad news is that's Halloween, but nine to six. I never work on Sundays. I do computer work for a couple hours. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go dress for business and be there for about three or four hours. I encourage anybody there who's looking to do some business, lead generation to be there. If you're a vendor, if you're a wholesaler, you're gonna meet vendors, you're gonna meet investors, you're gonna meet uh, real estate agents. Great place to be for real estate agent, buyers and sellers will be there. I think I mentioned it's free. I may have mentioned to you the parking's free. Uh, we will have a table there uh, as the pre Realty And look forward. Hopefully, you'll come. I'll be there probably from 12 to 3. So, if you are planning to be there, come by and say hi. I'd love to meet you. Uh, Grab a cup of coffee or something while you're there in the spot. So, there you go. A little something for that. And we end the share. Stop the share. Okay, good. So, hope you guys can join for that. I think it's a great event. I get nothing for it. I'm just a vendor. I would love to meet you in person. So, that's my only interest in that. So, hope you guys can make it. Now, affiliated with that, the reason why we have our guests here today is because of kind of the, related to that event. That event has three sponsors. One of them is uh, Lloyd Siegel, who has the LA Real Estate Investment Club, or Larry. And he used to do a monthly event, which I thought was the best event in Southern California monthly for real estate. It was at the Olympic Collection on Olympic Boulevard near Sepulveda. It was once a month, and there'd be about 250 people there. And again, I don't work after hours. I work hard from eight o'clock to five or six, five days a week, so that I don't have to go out at night. I have a family, I have a grandson. I don't want to work at night, but I would go to that event once a month because it was so valuable. He held an event two weeks ago. I went. It was fantastic, 250 people, even post-COVID. You can take your mask off, actually, don't tell anybody. 250 people at the event was fantastic. We met some great vendors, some great real estate agents, some great investors, both sellers. Hopefully, I was there to help people as well. One of the vendors I saw there introduced me to our guest today. And that's why I go to these events, mostly is to meet the professionals and meet the vendors from there, because I find they they can be very viable to my business. So I was introduced to a company, True Trust Service, through one of the vendors at the event last Thursday that will be at the upcoming event on Sunday. And what was intriguing to me was not just their service or product, but the fact they're so involved with real estate investing. And as you know, probate, as a real estate agent, I'm constantly working with investors, either. Investors want me to help them find property, or investors who find problem property and need me to help fix it, or I'm a listing agent and investors want it to fix it and flip it most of the time. And so I work with investors all the time. That's really my basic client. I don't usually work with people buying warranties and I'm not putting, sending pizza to my buyers after the property closes, that's not my business. But I met these guys at the event and I was really, uh, I met them through the people at the event. I'm very impressed with their centrality and involvement With very successful real estate investors. And one thing I know is success leaves clues. So I had a chance to give Eric a call at True Trust Services. We had a chance to chat with Lobin. I just wanted to bring you here to our call. Now, one thing I want to say I get asked all the time by agents, what does this have to do with probate? And the question they're really asking is well, this guy's not going to list with me. So why am I talking to him? And the answer is part of the key to this is learning the business so you can bring value to your customers when the opportunity presents itself. That's what I do. I'm always looking to network with people like this. I hope you'll find it interesting today. And so on behalf of True Trust Services, I invited Eric to join us and he brought along his team. Eric, how are you doing?
1: Hi, hello everyone. Uh, yeah, I'm doing great. Uh, thank you for the invite. Uh, it's always uh, nice and exciting to meet uh, fellow investors, fellow real estate agents, and uh, it's always good. And, and we do have a mutual friend, so it's always good to connect with the, uh like-minded individuals because we're all in the industry to make good money and to do it the right way and to find a sustainable method to continue that over and over and with that said we have a unique uh, service that we have been doing for quite a while uh, my mentor ej he's going to be the one conducting our our presentation today he's the one that's been uh, doing private asset protection and trust and to give you a little background on him he was a, a real estate broker out in las vegas uh he had a whole bunch of agents he worked uh, for berkshire hathaway well actually he sold his firm to berkshire hathaway and he was doing a lot of trust and a lot of real estate and he found out that he can actually make a sizable gain just by focusing on trust and with that said i will introduce ej uh, he's the author of a few books and uh, he's very very wise in how to structure your life how to structure your business and just how to make more money with that said ej if you're there hello I don't know if people can hear
2: me, my video isn't working because I'm in a uh, place with low connectivity. Uh, So it's automatically restricting uh, because of bandwidth. At any rate, uh, you know, here we are. Uh, Yeah, I started off in real estate. Uh, Can everybody hear me okay? Yeah. Yep. Good. Uh, I love real estate. I thought it was one of the five ways to get ahead in life uh, that would be enjoyable to make serious money. And, uh, you know, having your own business is what it is, you know, uh, real estate, You you work hard, uh, you should be able to make some serious money. And if you don't want to work the hours and, uh, you know, marry somebody who does (laughs) Uh, the, the, uh, the idea that you can, uh, you know, buy and sell in real estate, basically 24 hours a day, seven days a week uh, goes along with uh, the way we believe about uh, customer support. Uh, you know, we're open seven days a week, uh, every, every day of the year. Uh, and we even dare people to call us on Christmas. And, uh, I dare probably 200 people a year. And I magically only get two calls a year on Christmas, which, uh, they shock themselves when we answer the phone. Uh, you know, we really believe in communication. Uh, you know, that makes everything easier. Right? And even though I'm on the keyboard, a lot of hours per day, I'm a lousy typist. I'm a great, uh, cut and paste person, but, I and I do a lot. Lot of wonderful things sometimes 18 hours a day on the computer but when somebody asks me a question uh, on email I'm, I'm always aggravated because i say to myself you know what if they this is too short of an answer what if it's too long of an answer uh, you know and if it's too long of an answer it's going to take me you know 20 minutes to craft the answer to a single question uh, uh, i'd much rather just talk to them and make sure that they feel comfortable with the answer and if not give them uh, you know more detail uh, so you know, we we believe in phone calls over emails, and we believe in emails uh, over uh, any other method. In fact, I don't even get text messages because uh, we go through a switchboard. And and uh, at first, uh, we saw 600 messages a day coming into the switchboard, and and uh, so I ended up having three kids uh, go through those trying to figure out who it was that, that were sending us email or text messages, and. And we couldn't figure it out because half those phone numbers we'd never heard of before. So, uh, you know, we couldn't even communicate. Uh, it became totally worthless. Uh, plus, I've never heard of anybody ever making any money off of Facebook or or text messages or Twitter or, or you know, some of the other ones out there. Uh, I'm, I'm shocked when they don't communicate. At any rate, uh, we're talking about uh, uh, the different types. Types of trusts. there's over 100 different types of trusts, and uh, most of them are, are different because they have a specific purpose. Uh, they want to help you with the uh, uh, estate taxes or with uh, property taxes, not being raised upon death, or they want to help you uh, uh, with capital gains or uh, to prevent your kids from spending the money and going out and buying Corvettes on day one. Uh, or perhaps. Uh, uh, protecting you from. Uh, uh, the children who end up getting into bad relationships, or they're not uh, competent yet. You know, maybe they're still immature or still experimenting with different things. You know, you, you need to to know that uh, most people would want to have protection against those different things. We have a can brochure. You take, that. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, remember the video. Just
0: to make it a little more interesting, I, I was I did go on your website before we started today, and you guys have a great chart that lays out benefits of somebody's um, different opportunities if they want to protect their assets of a will versus a private asset trust versus a living trust. And I know that the biggest misconception people have uh, about this topic is a will will protect their asset after they pass. Can you share a little bit about the differences between the after death benefits
2: of say a private trust and will and a living trust and why a private asset trust is something they need to take a look at yeah and that chart is uh probably the very best way to uh see the differences uh blatantly uh it gets uh, the core of all the differences and you know uh, i like people to really understand from the beginning uh what we're talking about i mean there's wills there's trusts there's llc's and corporations but uh, some of those are, are, misworded or misdefined in my, my mind, uh, to start a, as a very basic understanding of life. I think you need to know that a will shouldn't be called a will. A will should be called a want because you want the court after they spend all your, your money and after they take and uh, drag it out for a year or two. And after they give something to somebody that already got it or, or they shouldn't be getting anything after they argue over that. And then they, you know, your estate gets cut down by uh, you know, half or more. Uh, then, uh, you know, everybody settles and gets pissed off and, uh, you know, that's what happens. So that's, a, to me, a want. A living trust uh, is also a joke because, uh, first of all, it says it's a living trust, but, you know, it doesn't do a damn thing for you while you're alive. It's zero, <laughs> zero, zero protection. It's zero, zero, zero tax uh, affecting. It's it's, uh, it's a false flag and a uh, living trust should really be called a death trust because upon your death it actually works the problem with that though is that you you miss out on all the protection you could have had during your life you miss out on uh the uh safety from lawsuits you don't miss you, you miss out from uh testing it to see that it works the way you want uh and uh y- you uh uh you don't have a a complete guarantee that it's going to work the way you want Uh, some uh, so-called living trusts which by the way are also called family trusts or revocable trusts it's all the same thing living family revocable or any combination of those words Uh, those trusts uh, are sometimes subject to to probate as well Uh, so uh, to really have protection you need uh, a private asset protection trust. Uh, which what we've done to to get that put together is we we went through all the benefits and liabilities of uh, hundreds of different types of trusts and came up with uh, the best features of all. And because it's a contract, you can basically put anything you want in there. Uh, You can even put something illegal in there and it doesn't invalidate the whole trust. It only invalidates the illegal portion. For instance, a lot of uh, golf courses and mortgages, uh, have a clause in there regarding only selling to a certain race or not selling to a certain race. and believe it or not those uh, those agreements are still one hundred percent valid with the exception of the illegal portion. Um, so there's a lot more flexibility and safety and uh, even safety from your own mistakes uh, into a uh, uh, private asset protection trust. and uh, you know that that's a, a major major for people who uh, you know just have a hard time getting comfortable with Contracts or or uh, uh, making agreements, uh, and we've done over forty nine thousand trusts. We've never had a trust broken. We've never had a trust lose an asset. Uh, you know, the idea of having these uh, tested in the courts is they're more they're more agreeable to the courts. Uh, the courts, you know, they don't have the greedy purpose of a corporation of making money. They, you know, on their face, on their basic reason for existing. Uh, you know They have the, uh, the comforting uh, to the court idea of protecting the children and the seniors and the alcoholics and the uh, unforeseen uh, circumstances. So the courts are a lot more friendly to, to trust than our LLCs and corporations.
0: Um, you know, just FYI, literally as we speak, on my other computer, I'm an I'm a, um, expert witness on a trial that's a trust. And because of the way it was worded, there's some litigation going on how these are handled. The so uh, having gone to probate court you know, almost daily before COVID and still very involved, um, I think a living trust is a great alternative to nothing, but it's certainly is not as foolproof as people think. I think you're right. Can you talk a little bit about the advantage of using a private asset trust for a real estate investor who's gonna buy multiple properties and, and you know, buy them and or you know, flip them or sell them or keep some how does the how does the private asset trust become a better solution than say an llc or a living trust
2: well first of all a, a uh, llc or a corporation is only legally valid one state at a time so you might get away with it and it might work out okay if you live in one state and have a trust from another or a llc from another state but if the state finds out uh, they can charge you double fees and double penalties. And if you threaten to shut it down, they can even tell you that, well, actually you committed a crime and uh, it's tax evasion. If you don't take and pay those fees, uh, as they're getting more interconnected state to state, you know, this is becoming more of a revenue chasing event, uh, than it ever was in the past. Uh, also they make their own rules. You know, you're, you're only existing because of the permission of the state and they pass roughly 700 laws a year of which uh, that can really match you up as to stuff you don't realize that they they changed (laughs) the uh the idea of having a a private asset protection trust is that uh, it's valid everywhere even in other countries uh so you know that makes a difference the other big issue that that you mentioned um, uh, is uh, because you're doing, most people that we're talking to uh, are doing multiple properties or, or even just have multiple assets. I mean, if you just had a stock account and, a, and two cars and a bank account and a, and a house uh, and possibly a, a coin collection or a lot of furniture, uh, especially if you have a business, uh, it'd be nice to have separation between those. And having separation between those can be critical because if your business gets sued or one of your friends borrows your car and goes out and hits a tree or or a light pole, it takes out the power for 1500 houses, you are liable to pay for that and. uh, That means every asset you have and if you have all all those assets in the same entity, such as yourself, of course, or an LLC or a corporation or even a trust if they're all in the same trust or, or organization uh, everything's at risk you better defend that successfully or you could lose it all same thing goes if you have a health problem uh, most people at the end of their life uh, uh, have very high medical bills uh, a lot of times being denied by uh, obamacare or one of the other uh, insurance companies that don't want to pay and consequently, the, the excess falls on you. My, my brother ended up having to pay $500,000 a week for the last six weeks he was alive. And yet uh, when he died, they couldn't get it from him because we had protected him. They couldn't get it from my mom, which they normally can. They can get it from your parents or your children, uh, your medical bills, uh, or they even tried to get it from brothers and sisters. Uh, so the idea, what we do is, is we put, not only do we put it uh, into a private asset, protection trust, but we separate them into separate ones. So instead of having a document that's hundred pages long, our documents are typically 10 or so pages long, and they're only talking about one asset at a time. So your, your four investments are in four separate trusts. And it'd be easy to manage any one of them because, uh, I mean, they all operate the same, they all, you know, do the same exact thing. It's just, you know, even though somebody knows you own four properties and somebody gets pushed off the porch on one of them, they can certainly sue that one trust but they have no uh, logical reason or ability to penetrate the next door uh, rental that you also own that they see you collect the rents on. Even though you might put all those rents into a, the same bank account, they have no way whatsoever to penetrate uh, other trusts, including of course your house or your, your uh, metals account or, or, or your bank account or anything. Uh, and they don't even know what your other assets are because uh, that's not something that the court would allow them to discover since they have no barriers on on what's going on there happens to be another super benefit that nobody uh, realized at first and we quickly quickly uh, exploited and that is the fact that since each one of your properties are in separate ownership you can sell the the property or trade it exchange it do whatever you want or you could trade the entity or sell the entity which means no capital gains whatsoever no change in property taxes uh no no uh, uh, recording a new deed, no, uh, you know, uh, worries about uh, the way they're going to change the estate taxes. You know, uh, which they do quite often over the years. Yeah. So, you know, that benefit is extreme. In fact, we do about five or so cars per week, where we save as much as twenty-five hundred dollars per car because there's no sales transfer tax. There's no uh, loss of the license plates already on the vehicle. There's no uh, uh, standing in line at the dmv for three hours if you can even get an appointment today uh, that's only, a lot of fun by the
0: way you may have done that lately staying at yeah. the dmv in la it was around around the corner around the street it's just crazy the
2: yeah so you don't have to even go, uh, go to any of the agencies to re-record the title since the title doesn't change either the 1313 flower street trust still owns that property you just changed managers and beneficiaries uh or uh you know the same thing on the Car, you know, the, the 2022 Mercedes holding trust uh, continues to be the owner. You just gave control and, and beneficial change to uh, uh, the people that now hold that document. You hand the document uh, with a change in it to the the new people and they give you the, the cash and everybody goes on with life. So license plates stay the same. You change the, the insurance, you know, let them pay the insurance instead of you and it's done. So a lot of our clients have, uh, you know, eight or 10, 12. 15 trusts because you know each one has its own port you know uh, folder uh, and that which you have anyway on real estate properties you got a folder for each one so it's just another document like an llc that owns it or a, or a, a, in this case a trust that owns it so it's very easy to manage and we don't charge extra for that uh, the way we work is uh, basically we we quote a single fee as a complete package to do everything you want so if you have uh, you know four properties and and you start Switch them around or flipping them, uh, you know, we don't try we, we're, every phone call is not there to, to make a sale and to charge you more. Uh, you know, doing the extra trust is very simple for us. It's almost a cookie cutter event because we do them the same way we did the last one. Uh, it's not much of a change. So 15 minutes, you can have a new trust.
0: Now, these are obviously very complicated issues and questions that involve tax law, that involve a lot of taxes. Um, where do advisors come in this process? Do you is that part of your team, or does somebody who has their own accountant and/or attorney uh, connect with your service to to implement kind of plan? How do you see that working together?
2: Well, we have approximately fifteen people, most of them with us longer than ten years. Uh, four uh, attorneys, uh, two XIRS agents. Uh, we're not doing anything we haven't been doing for you know uh, forty years, so it's not like very new very many new issues come up uh sometimes there's a a certain state that has passed some new certain law that they want to uh make everybody do a certain way like uh, for instance uh ohio uh they made us put uh, the uh tax exempt uh portion of the uh statement on the deed we had to move it down to the bottom and because they wanted a signature underneath that portion as well as a signature on the deed which doesn't make any sense sense but they felt it did so we had to change our deeds in that state uh, you know in some states like uh, uh, Louisiana which goes off of French law instead of American law as their basis uh, you know they have some strange uh, things and and uh, of course New York has got not only uh, federal but they got state and sometimes county and city uh, to deal with um, you know it, it's it's things like that i mean in the old days you could record a, a napkin if you want to go to the recorder's office and record anything today uh, Uh, they want everything uh, to fit into the big brother surveillance situation so they make you have a uh, all type uh, 12 point or higher and and at least an inch on the sides and an inch and a quarter on the bottom and three and a half inches on the top you know strange things that you know some of them make sense some don't but uh, at any rate um, you know now they're trying to actually uh, define uh, who lives in the property uh, versus who owns the property. So, uh, we have to deal with that. And we've got techniques for that. Um, the people that already have a living trust, we also have a technique to convert that into a private asset protection trust, uh, usually without any recording, uh, which then gives them the benefits that they wanted to have in the first place, uh, that they really now get. So, you know, we, um, uh, We're always concerned about capital gains issues and uh, uh, step up and basis issues and stuff, which you have more flexibility on a trust with step up and basis too, which can be a huge savings. Huge savings. Usually uh, the step up and basis is done uh, when somebody dies uh, or sometimes when they put it in trust. Uh, or sometimes uh, when it's converted into a new type of trust. So that could be a huge savings and we walk people through those things. And the big issue of course is having that instant communication where uh, they don't have to wait for somebody to get out of court in two weeks uh, to call them back. You know, our people, you know, we actually uh, communicate all the time very easily.
0: But what is the, you know, what's the threshold where somebody should be looking at your service and what what's a typical, what's the most common typical client estate look like when they get involved with your,
2: uh true trust? Well, you know, uh, initially the first uh, uh, you know 20 years we were around or so, there was no uh, commonality and type of client. You know, half of our clients were broke because they've been devastated and hadn't taken protection already, or a divorce, or a, a bankruptcy, or you know, you got destroyed in business or whatever. Um, that's, that has changed over the years. Now, uh, instead of having 50% of our, our clients uh, as broke people trying to get back on their feet or protect the future, uh, now that's reduced quite a bit. I'd say that uh, now we only have 10% or less of our clients coming to us are broke. Um, as far as the, uh, other, uh, the middle class and the upper class, uh, the middle class is being devastated left and right because of uh, so many different issues. And so, a lot of them uh, are more interested in doing business, uh, and we're starting to get a few more richy rich clients. Uh, you know, we've got probably 20 clients that have more than 10 properties. Uh, we've got uh, uh, at least 10 clients that are making at least a million a month, <laughs> let alone a year. Uh, you know, so I mean, we do have, uh, and we have a family plan uh, for uh, families that have a lot of, of, of demands on. The uh, money makers uh, they're always calling up and say I want to buy a Corvette or you know i'm thinking of getting married give me the 10,000 now because we have you know all this other stuff. They don't want to take those kinds of questions, plus they want these people to become more mature so we're getting a lot more people that are talking about the family plan where. Uh, they can simply tell everybody talk to talk to uh, true trust they handle everything It takes the pressure off of their family relations and uh, that way. They don't have to say no to some of the silly requests plus they they don't have to answer the complex questions and then uh, what we do is we do what the the trustees of that trust we don't we don't normally make all those decisions we normally field the questions and answers and tell them what you know should normally happen and then we talk to uh, the people uh, that are controlling the trust the the ones that made the money and we're asking them for direction on how they want to go forward and we make sure that the uh, you know it takes all the pressure off of them. Instead of thirty people calling them, the thirty people have the opportunity to call us. And once they realize they can't bully us around, uh, you know they they reduce their calls. We don't get so many. <laughs> and uh, if they get pissed off at us, it doesn't hurt anybody. Nobody ma- nobody cares because uh, we're there to, to satisfy the uh, family, not not uh, the individual uh, uh, spoiled brats of the family. Uh,
0: um so you know i think i know the answer to the next question i would ask is if i wanted more information about the company in general you guys have a pretty detailed website that talks about the product and the advantages of it for those of you on the call today it is my expectation that all of you or most of you would be customers but i think some of you should look at this additional opportunity as a tool to protect your wealth and to limit your taxes but you also have clients you're going to come across or more importantly even prospects who own multiple properties? And I see them every day. Literally today, closing the deal with a family that own two properties, no tr- no trust, nothing that really need to take a look at this. So my purpose was to introduce this tool to you, and to give you the chance to learn about it. Uh, and here you have obviously on the phone uh, EJ, who's an expert in this uh, product, as well as a couple members of his team. So here's your chance. If you have a question, just jump to the chat box and put the question there. There's no dumb questions because if you don't understand it, I assure you somebody else also would understand it. And if you're watching live on YouTube or Facebook, we're streaming this to, if you type in there as well, uh, I'm sure I'll see the question. Or even if you've seen this on demand later, uh, I'll, give my, I'll do my best to route it back to EJN or his team to get an answer from you. But you know, here's a chance to jump in with any questions. And I have one. Uh, let me just see here real quick from uh, JR. Uh, St. Julian, uh, hey, Jerry, just making you on the call earlier when we started. And so his question, E.J., is do you still recommend a will be put in place or is this a catch-all well, that does not require a will?
2: Yeah, there's nothing wrong with having a, a want <laughs> uh, that people want to call a will. Nothing wrong with having it. It's a good standby device. And the reason that it's it's good is because if you had everything done our way, the way we suggest, uh, everything protected and, and separated, um, You know, you you probably are are 100% fine, but uh, it wouldn't hurt to have a a will because if you got hit by a train and you you know your estate uh, sued them for uh, improper crossing uh, warnings or some other stupidity where they could be found at fault, you know they might get 10 million dollars on that. Consequently, the will would actually handle that portion of your estate. It still wouldn't have any effect on the stuff we we handled and protected. Also, it might make you look uh, more needy because if they saw that you had, uh, you know, ten houses and and other assets, uh, like they would normally see, uh, they might not be so uh, ready to give you the ten million dollars. So, yeah, it wouldn't hurt to have a will. Uh, We provide that as part of our service. We also do what's called a statement of wishes, which is a kind of a just a a paragraph or two or three or ten of your 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 hopes and dreams for how everything is, is handled after you're gone. Uh, and, uh, you know, we even have some people that do a, a, a so-called living revocable family trust uh, as part of our package, which we don't charge extra for uh, just to, to cover silly stuff, uh, miscellaneous other, you know, something we might have missed, or you might have acquired the day before you, uh, you died uh, so that that would be handled through there instead of the will. So yeah, there's nothing wrong with having those things. Uh, You know, the importance of having them, I I don't don't even bother with them for myself. Uh, I don't bother with them for, I don't know of any of our staff members that have those things, Uh, but you know, everybody wants to have total uh, comfort. It doesn't cost extra, so we do it for anybody that asks. We also provide healthcare power of attorney and healthcare directives and healthcare uh, uh, additional advice. And uh some resources like uh, a lot of people were really upset with obamacare we, we like to call it obama no care because they can turn down anything they want and screw you up whereas uh we have three resources that are health care cooperatives technically they're not health care insurance although they operate in most people's uh world just like insurance uh, other than uh, you pay for it up front, get a, a discount on the service for cash, which means you can use any doctor in the world. Uh, that's another benefit, keep your doctor a thing that they promised and failed on <laughs> like other failures. Um, but once you once you pay for it and get a good deal for it, then you just give the bill to the uh, healthcare cooperative and they pay you back. So uh, whether it be weekly, monthly, uh, annually, and they have deductibles and stuff, just like regular insurance, although their deductibles uh, are less. And and the fact that you, you did uh, feel it was necessary care, uh, I don't know of any that were ever turned down for any of the care that they got, uh, which my mom, when she went in for a emergency, <laughs> walked into a, a medical facility that was uh, two blocks from her house, uh, they made her sit there for eight hours while they arranged an ambulance to take her to another hospital that uh and then the first the hospital that didn't give her any care uh, sent her a bill for uh uh eighteen hundred dollars yes. uh, for sitting there for you know all those hours um and and uh they actually uh, turned down the um uh, uh request on obamacare because she didn't call them first you have to call them first even in an emergency in order to get permission to have care so oh so, she was responsible for the ambulance that transported her from one hospital to the other. <laughs> wow. So, you know, silly, silly stuff.
0: Um, no question about. Um, are you saying a living trust <clears throat> being used by an average homeowner is a bad choice? In
2: um, case, uh, it's nation? it's a almost a worthless choice. I mean, it's it's like again, if you just use the word will instead, you know, it's definitely worthwhile. It's just not. Beneficial at all while you're alive, other than it, it helps organize your thoughts. I mean, some people they call us uh, very few, but some some and a lot of people that don't do estate planning because they don't want to touch the word death uh, or think about it even. I understand that. Whereas we just you know talk about it as, a, as a day-to-day uh, word like everything else that we're all going to die at some point. Although I, I plan not to. It's my my estate plan is not to die. <clears throat> On the other hand, it's <clears throat> a possibility. I could be wrong. Uh, So far, so good. I have no reason to worry. Uh, There's no reason to believe I'm wrong. Uh, But at any rate, the the fact that uh, uh, you have a plan and you think about these things, uh, and we just throw those things right up in front of you. I mean, our questionnaire says, who's going to be in charge? I assume it's going to be you while you're alive and able. But what happens when you get a little crazy or senile or crazy on Tuesday afternoons, uh, or uh, you start going out and buying 18 Corvettes when you got nobody to drive them? Uh, then what do we do? You know, what happens when you do die? Who's gonna be the, the the one in charge of the assets to do as you originally planned, to, to act like you would act? Uh, who's going to uh, literally uh, control those assets? And do you wanna wait, uh, you know, six months for a judge to uh, appoint his best friend to, to manage your stuff and charge you 5,000 a month? Or do you want to just uh, have that choice in place already? It's very easy to say, well, well, my sister's the responsible one. Not, not the, not the one that goes out and shops at Neiman Markets every day and and has fifty uh, Amazon packages in her entryway. Not that one. Not the other one. The other sister. <laughs> you know. So you get to pick who. And what if both sisters aren't any good? Well, then you pick your best friend. You can pick anybody to be the manager, in your temporary or permanent uh, absence. You also get to pick the beneficiaries. You know, again, the good kids uh not the ones that are out there doing bad things or married you know and if they're married to the wrong person or living with the wrong person you don't want them arguing over the goodies when they get a divorce or or when they go to court it doesn't happen in, in this kind of trust it doesn't happen because I they don't have that whatsoever. happening
0: in my life. Yeah. very close friends of ours were a divorced and one of them uh their parents passed and left them they, the parents had a trust the beneficiaries won the spouse's i don't say which one and uh now there's arguments to because you know, they liquidated some assets, who gets paid for that, who gets the money for that, Who gets the, the mother before she passed that she wanted to give the house to one of the spouses, they're arguing over whether well, well, that's enforceable or not. So yeah, it's it's a whole thing. Um uh, just to go back and clarify, you mentioned buying 18 Corvettes. So that would be a bad thing. Buying 17 Corvettes is okay, but 18 is one too many. Is that <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, there is threshold. Well, you know, you don't want to buy two of the same color. There we go. That way well, you have justification colors. for having the 18 Corvettes Different colors very, for different days. Very good. Okay. So
0: um thank you. I've got some good questions there. Anybody else have any questions? Put in the chat box. I don't see any hands raised or if you're brave enough, you can unmute yourself and just jump in the question. And then if you're watching on, I see on the uh YouTube you got a a what's up. Well, you know, if you put a comment in. Live while we're live streaming, you're gonna get shown on the live stream back. So, uh, hey, uh, uh, it's Diggs, BTW, welcome. Okay, anybody else have any questions, comments, challenges I can help with today, or EJ can help with uh, today to help you guys um, with your business? Again, the goal here, I'm not here to, I'm not selling their service, I'm not affiliated with them anyway. I just think it's a great organization. They work with very successful people. And I think if you're around successful people, you're gonna help yourself be more successful, whether it be value bring to your clients or value bring to your own business and your own family uh, finances. Any other questions before we let EJ go?
1: Uh, I'm, I'm going to just jump in because EJ is really good at this. Uh, EJ, could you explain the benefits of using the trust as a real estate investor? Because that's always a good question for people yeah. to, to have. And then what these trusts do if you need to open up private bank accounts?
2: Well. <clears throat> Number one, uh, by having each investment, whether it be a real estate or otherwise, uh, separated, uh, it doesn't uh, commingle your whole portfolio with everything you, you you do and everything you talk about, uh, and it isolates. It, conceivably, uh, you know, not all investments go great. So, uh, if you pour money into one investment and things go wrong, you know, you're looking at a limited uh, amount of uh, walking away. Uh, secondarily. Uh, of course, they could sue you and they might sue you, uh, but it'd be limited to that one particular asset. Uh, the secondary thing is it's easier to trade that asset or, or uh, you know, exchange it for somebody else's don't want to asset. Uh, and again, without extra costs or even time. I mean, you can literally do it in a day, no sweat. Uh, <clears throat> the, uh, the idea of having uh, uh, the <clears throat> uh, various investments separated also uh, eliminate your step up in, in uh, capital gains uh, you know uh, problems or, or property taxes uh, going and getting reassessed uh, <clears throat> and uh, takes away the problems from from uh, the inheritance tax uh, and and uh, worries about uh, do we have to pay the medical bills uh, before uh, you know we can deal with the uh, uh, inheritance tax and all that stuff you know it's just not at all in the picture
1: uh, a lot yes. of people even
2: actually do a what's you know a 1031 like exchange uh we' have people who say uh, you know i've got my property in trust it's yours in trust and and separate it from the other assets uh, and then once they figure it out or, or once they decide to to put it into trust then you can exchange those two trusts uh, like a 1031 exchange but without all the rules and the problems that go along with the you know, time limits, things that happen yes. like that. So yes. uh, that's a big benefit.
0: Related to that question, we've got a question from a uh, really a new investor, which is really who we're looking to help out here, I think, primarily. Uh, and so she, uh, he asks New investor, are you saying we better to put each property in an asset protection trust versus an LLC? So you just answer the question versus a living trust. I think the answer is the same, but rather than the answer, I'd rather have you answer it. You're saying that an asset protection trust is advantageous because I I know that investors are told, new investors are told all the time to get an LLC. I hear, I hear, I see that presented as if that's the only tool to buy. Um, So, can you compare a little bit about the advantage to a real estate investor buying an asset protection trust versus an LLC?
2: Yeah, you know, uh, of course, certain LLCs are better than others, but you know, again, you have to register them in the ownership of the property state well so that pretty much takes away that benefit uh, but you got the annual fees annual uh tax returns annual reports uh annual rules to follow if you go the llc route uh you know when you get uh, five or ten properties uh, that gets pretty pretty expensive and tr- pretty uh, uh managerial uh, you know the effort is just so high uh whereas with the trust there's nothing that goes on at the end of the year you don't have to do anything you don't have to report to anybody. You don't have to do a tax return on it. You don't, I mean, you still gotta pay taxes, nothing wrong with, uh, you know, but the taxes are passed through to the individual normally. So it doesn't change your tax status and uh, reporting. You don't have to pay extra tax returns. So, uh, and if the property isn't making any money, there's nothing uh, to report. So uh, the fact that you can um, have a lot easier management and a lot less cost, and the fact that you're not worried about uh, violating uh, two laws in, in two different states, uh, that that's nice. So uh, we really like that. Uh, you know, we have a lot of people that come to us that already have four LLCs and uh, they wanna know, well, should I dump uh, all those? Well, not necessarily. Uh, you know, if, first of all, if you have enough money and have enough profit and stuff, uh, that's a minor difference in cost. Uh, but if you're not using them uh, or if you just got the property, uh, it, or if you're going to get a new property, I'd certainly put it into a new trust, not into an LLC. Uh, you know what? Here we're not here to sell you new organizations. You know, new corporation right. trusts or LLCs. Right. Yeah. You
0: know. and, and I think people are. You know, I talk to investors all the time. they're so excited about the LLC and they have a house yet. It's like, you LLC within ten days. The property is hard to find a good deal. But so let's talk about the private asset trust. If I was an investor to buy property what's the typical turn time I need to prepare with you properly to go from, you know, all these good ideas. Well, we tell to people I guess.
2: we tell people 24 hours or 48 hours, but usually we do it within an hour because it's so easy and I don't want to have to write down the notes when I can just do it, send it to them and it's done. It's faster than writing down uh, the notes and hoping I, I remember to do it in uh, two or three days. Wow. <laughs> it's much easier just to do it. Uh, we like to have zero backlog. Uh, that's our, our, our uh, internal, promise to ourselves because I I really hate trying to remember the conversation from three or four days ago. I look at my notes, which are very extensive, uh, but that doesn't always answer every little question I should have asked. So it's much easier to do it. uh, uh, And then if I don't have all my answers, I can call the client right back within an hour and say, oh, by the way, what about this? What about that? You know, and uh, it's easier just to do it. Uh, I have people call me all the time. They're at a car Car dealership they want to buy a car what's the name of the trust they say well what kind of car are you buying they tell me and then we'd say okay how about uh uh the aj dash jj dash 2022 mercedes holding trust and they say yes no or whatever and then they try and buy it that way and if the dealer says to them oh i've never done this before i don't know how to do it and say well let me talk to that guy give me and then when i talk to them i say who's your who's your finance guy i'll talk to him And then when I talk to the finance guy, I say, look, it's real simple. If you don't put this car in trust when they buy it, they're not gonna buy the car. Now I will help you with anything you need at no charge, but they wanna put this car in trust. And if they see you're an obstacle, they're gonna take and go somewhere else. And I'll tell them a dealership in another state that has no sales tax where they can buy that car cheap. (laughs) So they uh, they always cooperate. I don't even have to get to the point where it sounds threatening because the fact is uh, they wanna sell a car and they will do it all they want to do is make sure they get the paperwork in a way that fits with dmv and we're all happy and and the insurance is on the car before they drive away and that's easy you know that's all part to do it and we create that trust literally on the fly in most cases uh, but all they really need is uh, the name if they just have the name of the trust uh, that's all they need so look uh,
0: it has been fantastic uh, getting this information but by no means would expect anybody. Uh, just like a doctor can't prescribe on, on a call like this uh you've opened up to great ideas and opportunities for more growth anybody's on the call today the website is truetrustservices.com if you want more information uh eric are anybody of your team going to be at the l.a grand expo on sunday
1: i know we weren't planning to go that we heard about okay. that uh but i'm about okay. trick-or-treating with the kids so <laughs>
0: okay well my only child's growing up so and uh, my grandchild is uh, eight weeks old, so we're kind of in between the trick-or-treat stage. I'll be at the LA Grand Expo, so if you're there to you come by and say hi. Uh, but you can get the information at Trust, uh, truetrustservices.com. Any other uh, place that they should, you would direct them, Eric, as far as more information if they're- Yeah, you
2: know, there's a, I'd like to have everybody get a brochure. We're not a company that pesters people, so we send you a brochure, and if we get uh, two minutes to talk, uh, you know, or, or you wanna ask us questions for 20 minutes, that's fine. But we don't call back unless you ask us to. So if you ask for a brochure, uh, it gives that, not only that chart, uh, which is not quite up to date, the, the newest version, I'll get it to you. Uh, but we'll, we'll email that to anybody. Uh, we'll answer questions for free, uh, you know, uh, take 20 minutes to make sure they understand. Everything. We don't want anybody doing anything unless they feel comfortable and they, feel, you know, they, they understand what they're doing uh and and uh, once they've got that it makes it so easy uh a lot of people they don't call us back for six months you know that that happens whatever you know but we're not going to pester them with emails and a bunch of other stuff we just don't do it
0: well it's been a pleasure to have you on the call thank you so much and eric thank you for arranging and getting your team on the call uh feel free to reach out to them on the website there's a contact page uh, I'm, I'm uh, glad to help as well. Just again, a reminder this uh, week on Sunday, even though it is, you know, my, my Zoom has just been a mess the last week. I can't share. But at, L, at lagrandexpo.com, uh, this Sunday, I think it's the premier real estate event of the year here in Los Angeles area. First time post COVID, they'll have five or 600 people there. It's free at the square ball, free parking. It's 9 to 6 p.m., so you're not going to trick or trip all day long. Pick a time slot. I'll be there from about 12 to 3 o'clock. If you're there at that time, come by and say hi, have you buy a cup of coffee or a Coke, or whatever Someone are love to talk to you and say hi and make contact. Uh, we do this call every week. It's promakeweekly.com, we do it every Thursday, 4 p.m. dessert time, 7 p.m. Eastern time, post time change next week, but we do it every week the same. You can see uh, the past episodes on YouTube. My YouTube channel is Bill Russ EXP. Call, text, email, if I can help in any way, let me know. Uh, again last time thank you to ej and your team eric thank you for bringing everybody making it happen everybody have a fantastic week thank you so much